child of our time. Yesterday, I knew no lullaby, but you have taught me overnight to order this song, which takes from your final cry its tune, from your unreasoned end its reason, its rhythm from the discord of your murder, its motive from the fact you cannot listen. We who should have known how to instruct, with rhymes for your waking, rhythms for your sleep, names for the animals you took to bed, tales to distract, legends to protect, later an idiom for you to keep, and living learn must learn from you dead. To make our broken images rebuild themselves around your limbs, your broken image, find for your sake whose life our idle talk has cost a new language. Child of our time, our times have robbed your cradle. Sleep in a world your final sleep has woken. That was Child of Our Time by Ivan Boland. If you've already listened to my podcast on the Warhorse, then you will see lots of similarities here. Two of the biggest themes in Boland's work are her opposition of violence and her use of domestic language and setting. And both of these are really evident in this poem, as well as the Warhorse. This poem was inspired by a photograph Boland saw of a fireman carrying a child from the wreckage of a car bomb. She said herself, I wrote it inspired, and I use the words with care, by a photograph I saw two days later on the front of a national newspaper, whose most arresting feature was the expression on the face of a fireman who lifted that child, an expression of tenderness as if he were lifting his own child from its cradle to its mother's breast. This harrowing image Boland saw on the front of a newspaper was the result of the Dublin and Monaghan bombings on the 17th of May 1974. Three car bombs exploded within a few minutes of each other in Dublin. Then a fourth went off in Monaghan only moments later. These bombs killed 33 people, including the child held by the fireman. This poem, although about these bombings, is also dedicated to Angus, another lost child. A friend of Boland's son died from cot death around the same time as these bombings, and the poem links the two in this sense of a loss of innocence. The structure and tone of this poem adds to Boland's condemnation of violence. It starts with Boland stating she knew no lullaby, but that she has been inspired to write one overnight. The sadness she feels is evident here in the first stanza, that she is writing a lullaby which this child shall never hear as it was inspired by his final cry. She goes on to reference its tone, its rhythm, however the poem does not have the rhythm and tone of a lullaby. The language and structure she has chosen is a direct juxtaposition to that of a lullaby. It should be peaceful, comforting and soothing as a child drifts off to sleep. Instead, this poem is disjointed and does not have the melodic qualities of a lullaby when read aloud. The poem starts as a lullaby, but this is swiftly stopped in its tracks by the fifth line with her jarring use of the word murder. In the second stanza, Boland is not angry at the bombers, but instead places blame on all of us. This is a public poem, and she openly condemns our idle talk and that people have allowed the violence to escalate to this point. She makes all of us accountable through her use of the word we. We should have been able to protect this child, and we have failed. In the second stanza, she says, We who should have known how to instruct, with rhymes for your waking, rhythms for your sleep. This really gives us a sense of shared responsibility for the child's death. 
We, as a society, should have been able to protect the innocent. Not only this, but we also see the other major theme in Boland's work, as here we imagine someone reading a child stories or rhymes, and she has brought this into the domestic setting. It is not the first time Boland has scathingly attacked our attitudes to war and our tendency to turn a blind eye until it directly affects us. She herself said, The sounds of death from the television were heard almost daily. This sense of failure to protect the child is also seen in the final line of the second stanza. And living learn must learn from you dead. The broken syntax in this line not only mirrors the chaos of the attacks, but also flips the learning roles. We were supposed to teach the child tales to distract, legends to protect, but instead it is us who must learn from the death of this child. Ultimately, what this poem is about is how communication has failed. The last stanza has more run-on lines than the rest of the poem, highlighting the failure of language. Again, we feel this culpability as our idle talk has cost this child's life. This poem is often described as a paradox. This is a situation or statement that seems to contradict itself. Here, Boland is clearly stating that our failure to communicate caused this violence. However, the only way to move on and prevent this from happening again is through communication. We see a glimmer of hope here, as she mentions, a new language. The second last line contains the harrowing image of an empty cradle and a childhood lost. Society has literally robbed the child of its cradle, which reinforces the sense of tragedy and loss. The child was literally a victim of the violent time he lived in, which brings us back to the poem's title. The final line of the poem is the most shocking. Sleep in a world your final sleep has woken. The full stop at the end heightens the sense of finality to the child's death. There is a sense of hope here too, hope that perhaps after this it cannot happen again and we are waking up to a new world where these atrocities are in the past. But there is also the painful reminder that this new world only comes about through this child's final sleep. So now we're going to look at how this interpretation of the poem can be related to an exam paper question. I've looked at this question before, but I think it's a really, really good one um, when you're discussing Boland, and that is the 2017 high-level English paper question. Boland makes effective use of symbols and metaphors to explore personal experiences and deliver penetrating truths about society. To what extent do you agree or disagree with this statement? Support your answer with reference to the poetry of Ivan Boland on your course. If you were to answer this question in an exam, Child of Our Time would be a great choice. You could also use The War Horse as one of your other poems as they tackle very similar themes. Again, we see Boland take two personal experiences, the loss of a friend's child and seeing the image of the fireman on the newspaper. She combines how these experiences make her feel and we get a sense of grief at the death of a child combined with the anger she feels towards this violence. The penetrating truth she delivers about society is what we have already discussed, that we, as society, should be protecting the innocent. But our failure to communicate has done the opposite. Boland uses the startling image of an empty cradle to shock us and this makes us feel her sorrow and rage. If you want more help answering this exam paper question, listen to our podcast on The War Horse for more ideas on developing this answer. 
That's all for today's podcast. I hope you found it helpful. Please give me any feedback or suggestions you have by following us on Facebook and Instagram at StudyPod. You can also follow us on Twitter at StudyPod Island and make sure you subscribe to the podcast.